Ooh, that's a very hearty can sound. I was wondering how this mic sounds. Solid. Awesome. It was it was like you were doing foley and you were trying to make a can sound like that's how crisp it was. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, Danny. I, oh, you know what? Let's before one more thing before we get started. Let's just make sure that the um, that like everyone can actually hear the songs. So let me try that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I have these ordered in list. Uh, Vinyl Dad's songs first, Danny's songs, and then mine. Is yeah, that, okay. Is everyone okay with that marching order? This is the B-side musical episode. We are here with Ryan. Vinyl Dad. The high Hello. <laughs> yeah, how do you even follow that? Um, Hello, listeners. This is our musical episode. We are here to talk about our favorite each top 10 songs from musicals, either from theater or from stage. Those are both the same. Um, yeah. Either from <laughs> screen, or screen. Or from the stage. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yes. and this is episode uh, 67. And I plan to sing most of my responses and answers. Oh, great. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> And we oh, are boy. joined today by Ryan. Please introduce yourself and plug anything you may want. God, you're putting me on the spot. No, uh, I'm on TikTok at VinylDad85. Uh, that's really my main place of, of content production. So, Were you born in 1985? I was. Solid. It's not the most original. I like Good vinyl. Year. I'm a dad and I was born in 85. That's... Hey, it works. <laughs> You're along the same ages as us. I'm also born in 1985. So, Danny's older. He's a grandpa. He's a vinyl, okay. vinyl grandpa, 87 or 84 or whatever, 83. By one year. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, we should do a timer to see how long it takes before you break character here that's not going to happen tonight now let's get into our list unless you have something else nope let's go oh that was solid oh you know what so i guess i have to introduce the tracks because you don't know what they are danny <laughs> that is true do you actually um ryan do you know what order yours are in i've got it here in front of me Okay, so actually, so we'll we'll say whose turn it is, and then uh, obviously it makes more sense for you to us to each introduce our own tracks. So, uh, so as since uh, Vinyl Dad is the guest here, I think we we let him go first. Um, so, what is the first song on your list, sir? Uh, my first song is from the movie Walk Hard. Uh, it is "Guilty as Charged" by uh, John C. Riley, or uh, by Dewey Cox, played by John C. Riley. Good morning, Your Honor. May I approach the bench? I don't give a damn what anyone thinks. I stay up all night and I smoke and I drink. I'm a wanted man and I'm blowing town. So, waste your time, China. I'd put this on my list, like, 
I've got such a soft spot for these movies, um, like this one, and uh, uh, and Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, which we'll get to later in my list. Spoiler but, alert! Yeah, <laughs> but um, so, uh, they're they're so well done, and they're so, and they hit every note that every like music biopic you've ever seen hits, and they're just they're so good. And the music has no business being as good as it is half the time. And I just like, I can't, I get stuck on these albums often. And this song is, uh, I don't know. It was just from the, the part of the movie where it's like, it's his Johnny Cash phase. He's in outlaw country now. He's not quite, uh, the, the, he hasn't gone, gone totally off the rails yet. He's on his way there. And uh, it's just, it's so good. I don't know what to was say. Was originally on my list, but I took it off at the last minute. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie enough because it's way too long, but it's still great. I've never seen it. What? Oh. <laughs> and uh, man, I they my bandmates were talking about it not that long ago about how it's like one of the best movies ever. And when I admitted to them that I had never seen it, you I, you would have thought that like I had a third eye or like an <laughs> arm growing out of my head or something. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Hilarious, Josh. You're really at a loss. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be real annoying like halfway through this episode if it's not already annoying now. <laughs> and that's just going to give you more ammo to do it. I love it. <laughs> don't encourage him. I can't. Look at him. He's very, he is enjoying himself. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a, I mean, from, I, I've obviously I've, I've never seen it, but everything I've ever heard is that, that, that makes me think that that's a solid choice. So Danny, what's your, uh, what's your first song on the list here? So my, all right, I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> so my first song is from South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut. One of the best musicals ever made. Um, if you could go to 45 second timestamp, it is La Resistance. Mm. Yeah, you didn't go with uh, Blame Canada. The Oscar nominee. The only thing keeping Trey Parker from an EGOT. There's still time. I know. Plenty of time. La Resistance, it's on. See, you said I didn't choose Blame Canada. La Resistance is when they're going into war, and it's yeah. a mix of every song that they've sang in the movie. So well, that's just, why it's it so just shows good. you how long it's been since I've seen that movie that I didn't remember that. Um, I know because the timestamp I gave you starts off right at Blame Canada. <laughs> yeah, you're like best of both worlds here. Yeah, it's got them all. But yeah, that's I, I fucking love South Park. Even at as it gets older, it's still something I go back to. But this movie, I remember I snuck in to see it. Like they talked about doing it in the movie back when it came out in theaters. So God, I had to sneak into that movie when I was a kid, <laughs> and I did twice, and it was awesome both times. Was so yeah, I don't. Good. 
I don't remember where I saw it first, but I remember not being allowed to watch South Park when it first came out. The, the oh yeah, oh, show itself. I couldn't watch it. My grandfather taped it for some reason, and I, I got to see it that way. And I feel like my mom. Speaking of Happy Mother's Day, mothers out there. But my mom just gave up at one point because she wouldn't <laughs> let me watch Simpsons for a little bit, and then she took away my first Eminem L- like CD I bought when she heard it. But then, like at some point in high school, she was just like, you know what, whatever, or middle school. She's like, you're gonna find a way to listen or watch this stuff, anyways. I mean, that's it's the truth. Yeah. All right. Well, surprisingly enough, uh, the person with the first. So I was I was actually telling Ryan before we got on before we started recording that I was a little worried because I don't um, like I haven't seen a lot of stuff, um, a lot of musicals on on this uh, from the stage. Uh, and the ones that I have seen are stuff that I wouldn't pick for this list. But this is uh, so. But my first one is uh, The Internet is for Porn from Avenue Q, which is actually a play that I've seen. Um, so here we go. Internet is really, really great. For porn. I got a fast connection so I don't have to wait. For porn. What? There's always some new site. For porn. I browse all day and night. For porn. It's like I'm surfing at the speed of light. For porn. That, and that was the, so it's a, it's a move, it's a show with, uh, basically, Dirty Muppets. Um, and Gary Coleman. And Gary Coleman. But not actually Gary Coleman, just someone playing Gary Coleman. That's right. What is this called? <laughs> Avenue Q. Q. How do I not know anything about this as a giant Muppet fan and musical well, fan? Well, it's, I mean, it's it's not Muppets. It will, it's not. <laughs> it's not not Muppets. It's, it's puppets that are like Muppets, but they're not like actually Muppets. But is I it mean, a TV show? No, it no. was a Broadway Broadway musical. Oh, and uh, if you're lucky, you can get the the album at uh, Books a Million for ten bucks, like vinyl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen a couple at mine. <laughs> but just to you know, just to give you that, if that didn't paint enough of a picture, um, some other some other songs from this uh, musical are "If You Were Gay," uh, "Everyone's a Little Bit Racist," and. I'm not wearing underwear today. My so God, I need to find a way to watch this play. And you I want to say, I want to say that there might be a there's a like a full on Muppet sex scene in the in the musical as well. Hundred percent, kind of confirmed. So, yeah, no, it's real good. Hey. I saw it. I saw it at the Croswell and Adrian. They actually did it there. I couldn't believe it. This is going to be a breaking news for only people that actually listen to this podcast or you two, and which is not many. I have a new goal by the end of the summer. I made a secret TikTok that's not associated to me called Punk Rock Puppet. I'm going to get a puppet and never show my face, but just do like punk album reviews and silly stuff with a puppet only. I fucking love this. So I've already got the TikTok. Nothing's on it yet. Punk Rock Puppet. <laughs> can, can we do a, an ep- some TikToks where you're punk rock puppet does drugs and gets busted by my scruff mcgruff puppet yes okay cool but i don't want i mean close friends and people of this podcast and i will know who it is but i'm not gonna say it's me i mean i'm not gonna keep it a giant secret but you know until it goes super viral and you have to use it to promote 
this <laughs> yeah that's true besides so just look out for that because someday this summer there will be a tiktok out there by punk rock puppet that's what made Amazing. me think of it the avenue q <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're up. My number nine is uh, now this song you can get several versions of. There's the original Broadway uh, version, there's the movie version, and then there's uh, this off Broadway one that I picked, which is Feed Me from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me. Does it have to be human? Feed me. Does it have to be mine? Feed me. Where am I supposed to get it? Sorry, some of these I don't have any idea where to cut them because I don't know the song, but You're I don't fine. also don't want to like play it too long either, you know. Play it as long as you feel like you need to, and like if I if I need to start talking over it, I will. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um but this song this show is like one of my favorites of all time, like hands down uh, one of my favorite shows. Um, the music, if, if you're not familiar, the music was created by uh, Alan Menken, who's famous for doing Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, uh, tons of other Disney, Disney stuff. And um, this song, like if you get into it later, there are like little hints of Friend Like Me just like kind of seeded into it. Mm. And then uh, the vo- uh, the guy doing Seymour, Jonathan Groff, uh, you'll know him from Frozen. He was Kristoff, and he's uh, King George in Hamilton. I'm going to strongly disagree with your choice of the version you chose because I'm a huge Rick Moranis. Oh, dude, I'm a Cubs fan, so I don't disagree with you. And I just I wanted to go with the different one because I don't know, like when it gets into them going back and forth and deciding that he's going to kill the dentist, like. It just it gets so much harder and, and <laughs> like I don't know it's there's something else to it that the movie doesn't quite have. I love the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> All right, my turn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it is my turn. So I went with Moulin Rouge because it's one of my favorite musicals. I was obsessed with it in high school, and it's I'm still obsessed with it today. I keep missing it whenever it drops on vinyl and then it goes up in price because they like release it and then it goes away and release it and go away. But anyways, I chose the elephant love melody because Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman kill it with their back and forth. And it's just a beautiful melody of a bunch of great love songs. I even know where to play this one. Um, Let's just play it from the start, I think. And I, I want to add that I was going to put a song from Moulin Rouge on here, but I knew that you would, so I didn't. Splendid thing, what? love. Lift us up where we belong. All you need is love. Please don't start that again. All you need is love. A girl has got to eat. All you need is love. She'll end up on the street. All you need is love. Love is just a game. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. I love that one of them is the, a kiss song. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I love that song, and I love that whole album. So. Well, I you know I don't know if I told you this, but 
Well, you, I told you this, but I, what the next part of this, I, so I'm, I'm doing a photo op with you and McGregor at Star Wars Celebration in like little under three weeks. And, um, you know, when you do a photo op, you have like enough time to say like one sentence to them. And I think I've decided that the sentence that I'm going to say to him is do more movies where you sing and then just (laughs) just keep going. Cause I, I love Star Wars. It's one of my favorite things. He's probably the best part of the prequels. Um, But he became my favorite actor after realizing seeing a bunch of other stuff that he's done and realizing how good of a singer he is. So um, this movie is very important to me as well. Have you seen it, Ryan? I've seen it. It's not one I've spent a lot of time with. Oh, wow. Wow. But I will be honest and say that I love the music more than I love the movie. Like I'm watching it for this, for the songs, you know? So, all right. My next one is, uh, uh, classic. Uh, so, you know, I said I wasn't I didn't have very many ones that are from the stage, but here's another one from the stage. So I, apparently I'm a, a big fat liar. So uh, the theme from the Phantom of the Opera. That's enough. You know it. Uh, Never heard it before. And I and I picked, <laughs> I, I picked the original like London uh, cast because uh, it has it's it's like uh, the synth is more eighties cheese than in the like when they did the um, the newer one. Um, it sounds more polished, and I like the way that the this one sounds. So I like that. Yeah. Are I, you? I, uh... Oh, go ahead. Before we move on, are you familiar with uh, Phantom of the Paradise? I am not. I am. Mm, I figured you would be. <laughs> but to it's, be honest, uh, though, I've tried to watch that movie twice, and there's nothing against it. But I get like 45 minutes in. It's and a happens. garbage movie. Oh yeah, and then I just <laughs> never go back to it. <laughs> but the the music is phenomenal throughout. Paul Williams will do that though. Uh, my. Next one was from Galavan. It's called Secret Mission. I love Galavan. Oh! Everyone, I'm going to kill my brother! Drinks are on me! We're up on a secret mission. We got us a secret plan. We're going to go and slay your bro as quietly as we can. We'll sneak up and then surprise him before he has time to think. We're off on a way for first another drink. Da, 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 da. We're off on a So, uh, again, Alan Menken did all the music for this. Uh, it, this was a TV show on ABC. It only survived two seasons. It almost didn't get a second season. Uh, in fact, the uh, the subtitle for the first episode of the second season was "Suck It, Cancellation Bear." <laughs> um, I've never I've never even heard of this. I, the, I fell into it and watched both seasons really fast, and I loved it. I just haven't it's gone so back good. to it. But. It's so entertaining. It's so silly, and it's really just like it's a lampoon of like medieval drama, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, fairy tale shit. <laughs> it sounds good. It's well, excellent. Yeah, you should check it out. 
that, please. <laughs> my turn? Is Your turn. turn. Oh, my gosh. So I went with Little Shop of Horrors, the Rick Moranis movie. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I'm sure the theater one's great, but I have not seen it. But I went with Mean Green Mother from mm. Outer Space. Point fifty five is where I want you to start that mother from Outer Space. Josh, you've seen the movie, right? I have not. (laughs) I know I need to. I've been taking notes of the stuff that's already been recommended. uh, So so. there's two versions, and I want to know which one you accidentally stumble upon. Because I'd be very interested to see what ending you see. Two movie movie versions? Yeah, there's there's an extended director's cut uh, ending. But I feel like we watched it on Netflix and it was the darker ending one time. And I was like, wait, why wouldn't they put on which one's the actual ending then? So there's a very dark ending and then there's a very happy ending. So the ending, the ending I remember from seeing it as a kid was the very happy ending. Yeah. But that dark ending is just the way it needs to be. And let's just take a moment. I mean, this is just turning into like a, a puppet gushing episode, <laughs> but like the puppetry in that movie is just fantastic. Oh my God. And, like, if you listen to them talk about, like, what Rick Moranis had to do in order to keep up with the speed of the puppet, he's, like, he's walking in slow-mo and acting in slow-mo so that everything is up to speed when they they, uh, finish it later. Hmm. I love Rick Moranis. I'm so sad. You guys remember a couple years ago when someone in New York, like, punched him in the face and the internet was just irate? I, yes, I do yes, remember that. I do remember that. <laughs> the sweetest little man, or not little, sweetest man around, and he gets punched in the face for no reason. Ugh. Ridiculous. Just so mad. Josh, you need to watch this movie. I will. <laughs> I will. I know. No, it's been on my you know how you know what it is. It's like my my two your to do your to watch list is so long yeah. that you never really ever get to everything. So um all right, so mine, I, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Well, you. I feel like you've already been doing this, Danny. But um, <clears throat> you know, everybody remembers from the Eye to Eye from the Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. I actually always thought Stand Out was a better song, um, and that's so. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm gonna play. I started to explain it and realized I'm not supposed <laughs> to do that yet. I just I hear these songs from Goofy Movie and I'm always like, why wasn't Tevin Campbell more of a successful singer? Why was that movie not more famous? I mean, it's still got street cred, but like that's the best musical Disney's ever put out. I don't care. I have people that will argue with me that that was not released in theaters and I have to physically fight them. I actually don't remember it being released in theaters, but I can imagine it being in theaters. Oh, do you have? Oh. I thought you were pulling out like a. a <laughs> oh let me just show you. Yeah. <laughs> this was the day Goofy Movie dropped in theaters right here. 
No, I wasn't that prepared for this. <laughs> it, it definitely, uh, you know, I could see why people would think that it didn't, especially because there were a bunch of goofy movies that came out after that were. But that's the thing that Disney used to do is it would be like, here's 101 Dalmatians and then 102 Dalmatians, 103 Dalmatians, 104, or whatever. And those were all direct to video. You know? That was, that's Michael Eisner's legacy. And we like to pretend that none of that ever happened. However, yeah. <laughs> Aladdin 2 and 3 were not terrible. They're not, not terrible. Great, not no. to the And I think it's, it's solely their, pers- their, their popularity that led to the and other we're getting sequels. sequels. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad uh, since you, since you brought up that, you know, the second one has the guy that um, I think it's Homer, the guy that does Homer from Homer uh, from the Simpsons is the is the genie. And uh, I I wonder if they would have ever made the third one if they couldn't have like Robin Williams came back to do the third one. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that that third one would have happened without without. No, Robin's absolutely return. not. But uh, and since. We, this is the second time we've brought up Aladdin. Uh, Friend Like Me was going to be on my list, but it's not playable on Spotify. So it, Really? Yeah, but, yep. So. Well, oh. wasn't Eye to Eye also not playable for a while? It wasn't, but that, yeah, now the, both the Tevin Campbell songs are on Spotify. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. All right. My turn? Yes, yep. your turn. All right. My next one. Is uh, oh, it's from Popstar. Never stop, never stopping. Uh, I'm so humble. This one probably could have probably could have done better with a with a timestamp because once once uh, Andy Samberg starts rapping on it, it's even better. But um, God, this movie! There's so many cameos in this movie, and it's so ridiculous. I'm gonna pull Josh here. I've never have you seen, seen it? That. So. Yeah. It's weird because I like Lonely Islands. I think Andy Samberg's hilarious. I don't know if it was just a weird time in my life when it came out or something, but I've never seen this movie. I think this movie flew under the radar because it came out like at the same time as a lot of other like concert movies were coming out, like the Justin Bieber one. And it oh, had a very similar off. poster. Like it was <laughs> it was directly parodying the poster. And the uh, movie that was out at the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think it flew under the radar for that reason, but that's uh, bad marketing. It is. It's terrible. But um, since it's come out, uh, Mondo has uh, released the album uh, a couple times and they have like different covers of the albums that are featured in the movie as the cover art for this album. Nice. But I mean, I'm sure I'd like it. I seriously, even the dumbest Lonely Island songs I find entertaining. So this you'll, you'll, Absolutely, just need to spend the, the little 90 minutes with this movie is all you need. <laughs> um, you know, you know why you didn't see it, Danny? I think I think that movie came out towards the end of us being roommates. So towards the beginning of you, you dating uh, your wife. And so I think you're probably uh, distra- distracted um, from seeing, mo- you know, any movies. movies all the time. <laughs> yeah, I this. <clears throat> 
Lonely Island has. Uh, Have you seen Josh? Perfect. No, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see it either. Uh, Lonely Island perfected like the the well produced, well written parody song, and it's so good. And I, I I do know some of the songs. The the, the Bin Laden song on this uh, album is wild and makes me laugh so hard every time. And it shouldn't because it's terrible, but it's, it's just so funny <laughs> at the same time. Um, yeah, it's I, yeah. I'm just I'm gonna have a long list of things that I need to see by the time we're done with this. Uh, You're welcome. I thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, who knows when I'll see it, but it'll happen sometime. So. All right, Danny. Yes. You ready for this? Yeah, this one I feel, feel like this is low-hanging fruit, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to let you have it. I've got a story behind it. So, All right, so my next one is I Would Die For You by Prince from the movie Purple Rain, off the album Purple Rain. You can just you, play the beginning because it gets right into it. That's true. This, this song gets after it from Tracks. zero. <laughs> yeah. They know it. Everyone knows it. It's one of his best songs. So the reason I put it on to talk about it is I had never seen the movie for the longest time until a few years ago. And when I watched the movie, I hated the movie, (laughs) which is funny because I love the soundtrack. But like Prince is like this like terrible little sexist monster in the movie that like is terrible to women. And everyone else he knows in the movie and his attitude is just terrible, which I mean, it's just a movie I know. And it's supposed to go along with the story, but it was not what I was expecting because I've been listening to Purple Rain, the album, since like middle school. So blew me away. That's my story. I just did not <laughs> like the movie, but I still love the songs. I, I have heard that uh, Purple Rain like hasn't aged well. No, it did not. <laughs> because I saw it like. I think four years ago for the first time. And it was definitely during like uh, the super hype of the me too movements. And I was like, Whoa, this is, this is really not okay. (laughs) This is where I'll have to play my Josh card. I have not seen purple rain though. I do love the album. I mean, a part of me wants to say, don't watch it because it (laughs) might, there was a second there where I was like, do I even want to listen to this album anymore? But I do because the songs are so, epic every song on that album is just beautiful but, but i will make you look at it different <laughs> yeah all right well i am dumb and put two disney songs in a row on my thing and didn't realize it but uh my next one is be prepared from the lion king nope that's not where i wanted it to play from very cool <laughs> just the didgeridoo slowly <laughs> And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I've always uh, really liked the villain songs, um, and I think this is one of the best ones. Question and hot take. Yeah. Have either of you seen the live action one? I haven't seen any of the live action Disney movies because I don't have any desire to. 
I started to watch the live action one, and I really could not get past the cold dead eyes of a, of the characters. Were the songs and good? Because you got Beyonce, you got Childish Gambino. The you've got songs Beyonce. were good. Okay, I need to actually listen to it. I didn't see it either, but I heard terrible things the about movie it. Was but the, hot garbage. The lineup, the soundtrack should be solid. Yeah. Yeah, I I miss um like old school drawn animation. So I've I think and not that I'm like taking a stand, but I I I just have no desire to see any of the live action ones. I haven't seen one I've liked. I saw Beauty and the Beast yeah. with the with the kids in theater. Not good. The remake the, like the live action yeah, and and oh, they they, they cast uh, Lumiere as is is Ewan McGregor. I'm like, you couldn't get a French actor to play the French candle <laughs> candelabra. Like, I mean, I, obviously, I've I've already said I love you, and and I love listening to you and sing. But I was like, come on, what's going? This guy's from Scotland. So anyway, uh, Ryan, it is your turn. My turn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my next one was uh, from Book of Mormon. Turn it off. Oh, I need to see this. I got a feeling that you could be feeling a whole lot better than you feel today. You say you got a problem. Well, that's no problem. It's super easy not to feel that way. When you start to get confused because of thoughts in your head, don't feel those feelings. Hold them in instead. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually got to see this one. Um, and uh, something that shook me, like, when I realized it later, was that they're so honest to, like, the character of, of, of like, a Mormon in this movie that they don't curse throughout the movie. Just the just the the uh, the, the African tribe characters do. The Mormon uh, don't swear in this movie at all, or in this show at all. And, really? and uh, something that that surprised me was that when I left the theater, they were there trying to sh uh, share, you know, their their word, and it was it was interesting, to say the least. But um, yeah, that was something I took away from that show, and it was uh, surprising to me that uh, that they uh, Trey Parker accomplished that. <laughs> There's after, nothing that man accomplish. Uh, lambasting this... the story of dum 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 dum. Yes. <laughs> All, right, All right. So my next movie, or my next song is "Can You Picture That" by Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. From the Muppet yeah. movie. Yes. Timestamp yes. point thirty-eight because we gotta pick it up with my boy Floyd. Let me take your picture, add it to the mixture. There it is, I got you now. Really nothing to it. Anyone can do it. It's easy and we all know how. Now begins a changing, mental rearranging. Nothing's really where it's at. Daddy Apple Towers holding up a flower. A game or two of Texas yet. How is that? Such a good it's, pick. It's such a jam. I'm sorry. I love Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem, and Disney Plus just announced they're making a show just about them. 
So I am pumped. Yes. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, that's I am cool. pumped for that. So Adam yeah, that was Goldberg's Floyd Pepper. Floyd Pepper plays bass and he's the drum. Or Floyd Pepper plays bass and sings. We got Dr. Teeth on keyboards, pianos, and vocals. You got Zuta on saxophone. You got Janice the lead guitar and vocals. And you got Animal, of course, on the drums. That band mm-hmm. is a dope. <laughs> that's a, you know, and so that pick. That pick came out of um, Danny and Ryan both having the same Muppet song. Spoiler alert for later. Um, and I, I honestly, you, you really, you could have, you could have gone for low hanging fruit and done moving right along, or, or uh, you know, um, Rainbow Connection, and you, uh, no. you didn't. So I'm proud of that. I had song off that one. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm not even gonna say what my next one is. You're just gonna know what it is as soon as I play it. And if you don't. We're not friends anymore. Talk about low-hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> it's not even a musical, but it works. Um, Vanilla Ice performs the song in the movie, but it's not a musical movie. It still works. I, I didn't I'm know it had to be a musical movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it's it. A, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a song that is performed in the movie. Can we take a second to talk about marketing, Josh? As someone I know, <laughs> you like the powders, the workout material. The shaker bottles, if I remember. I don't know if you've changed too much from that. The other day I was walking by a GNC and they had the giant display for ooze and the turtle yeah. bottle and the Ghostbuster style. And I'm like, I have never used any of this material, but I want it all. So that that ghost brand. So ghost is the brand of like that makes the supplements. And they yeah, they just did this Ninja Turtles crossover thing and all of they had a bunch of really cool apparel too and it all sold out in like two minutes and I I've had a couple there. of their energy drinks. They're it's their their flavor scientists do a pretty good job. They so, do. So the they do. the display I walked by at GNC yesterday had a full stock. I might go back just to get the water bottle because or the shaker bottle just to have it. <laughs> but I don't know anything about supplements so I don't know if I you know they have they have employees there that will be happy to tell you oh, all about supplements. If I walk in the door, they will give me every spiel. It's probably not worth being accosted by the GNC people. They're very tenacious. All right, so what's your next song, Ryan? Go My next you. one is from this. This version specifically is from Disney's uh, movie version of Into the Woods. It is Agony by uh, Chris Pine and Billy Magnuson. Did I abuse her or show her disdain? Why does she run from me? If I should lose her, how shall I regain the heart she has won from me? Agony beyond power of speech. Who is that singing right there? That was Chris Pine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
this whole this whole like bit in the in the movie is they're two princes who are uh, courting Cinderella and Rapunzel uh, respectively, and uh, they're going back and forth trying to uh, convince the other one they have it so much worse than the other, and they're like <laughs> ripping their shirts, kicking water at each other. It's ridiculous. Is that is Into the Woods a like a live action remake of a cartoon or is it just a no? It's just a, a it's just a uh, a remake of a stage play, oh, okay. which okay. surprised me that Disney did that because when I saw the stage play, the big bad wolf has a big bad dick just hanging, speaking low hanging fruit. No, it was not. Well, then they didn't do it justice. The big bad wolf was in the movie, but his big dick was not. <laughs> Speaking name, of name the episode live, live action Disney. Yeah, it should be the name of the episode. <laughs> live action Disney musicals, not or whatever. Enchanted's really good, and I almost threw some songs on there from there because I love Amy oh, Adams. Yeah. But all right, so my next song, right? Is it me? Yes, it's you. Let's throw in some Tim Curry because that boy has some uh, has some voice. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't think that through before you started talking. I, know. <laughs> uh, I went with Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror mm. Picture Show. Uh, do I have a timestamp to uh yeah, point twenty seconds. Don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. I love the way Tim Curry emotes his face when he sings in anything, <laughs> but man, when he sings this song, just like his jaw, and so good. Any thoughts? Josh, have you seen this movie? <laughs> nope. Oh, my God. I know the words to the time warp, though. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been to, you know, <laughs> I've been weddings. to more than white, white, white person's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative white person's wedding. I think my I, favorite know, story from a, uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show showing is I had a friend in uh, uh, in college who... He went to one out in California, and uh, that night he came back. He had pictures of him uh, basically doing the um, the hazing ritual for uh, for James Cameron because he had never been to a Rocky Horror Picture Show before, <laughs> and he got to write "cunt" on his forehead and lipstick. <laughs> I've never seen it at one of those, and there's a few times <laughs> I've almost went, but. I went and saw it in theaters when AMC did the thing, like, hey, come watch the movie again. But it wasn't full of people dressing up. It wasn't a midnight showing at, like, a small theater. Oh, yeah. That's the way I, to do it. <laughs> I know. I, that's how I need to witness that experience. <laughs> Joshua, what's next? All right. Um, my next one... Uh, <laughs> My next one is Out Tonight uh, from the motion picture version of Rent.
I'm gonna be real honest with you. I've never seen Rent. I do know Seasons of Love because everyone does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was like searching for songs for this, and I was like, oh, there's a song that Rosario Dawson sings, and she's a stripper while and she's dancing on stage as a stripper while she's singing it. Yeah, I'm gonna put that one on my list. It's a great movie. That's pretty much as as far as I got with it. Isn't it funny though? Movie, so, certain songs like that, not this one, but like. Before even seeing this movie or knowing much about it, because of like theater friends, I knew 5,000, 2,500, 600 minutes. Like that, like I knew most of those lyrics before I even heard the song, just because oh, yeah. people like sang it along theater. so much. I was theater a little worried. Do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a little worried to add it um, because um, apparently, I like when I was reading about it and like picking, because I knew Rosario was in was in the movie version of rent and i was so i was looking for songs that she sang on um and but when i saw that like most of the cast was the broadway cast except for two people and rosario being one i was like oh no is there some drama about why like her the person from broadway being replaced but it turns out that the person who plays that character on uh, in the the broadway version was like pregnant at the time so it wasn't like a it was like not there was no drama so because i didn't i was like oh i don't want to like offend i don't want to offend ryan by picking like this uh <laughs> you know i wasn't sure so oh you're not gonna offend me pick whatever you yeah. want so you never all right know. ryan what's up uh next one is uh, another uh, musical television series crazy ex-girlfriend uh this is i hate everything but you The smell of the water, kids screaming with joy I've hated crap like that since I was a boy While everyone was laughing and having so much fun I would mutter this sucks till the day was done I detested most stuff and I still do You see, I hate everything but you Is he trying to sound like Bruce Springsteen? Yes, he is. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> something about this show uh, is that um, this was one of the last projects Adam Schlesinger worked on as a music director. And uh, his, his fingerprints are, are visible all over. There's four seasons of the show and they have a library of music that's 150 to 200 songs long. And they never duplicated song styles once unless it was a reprise. Hmm. That's cool. It's it's very cool. It's very wild. They 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 ran the gamut of a lot of genre and and just I don't know. And I think it, it again something that flew under the radar, even for something that ran four seasons. Uh, because marketing, they pushed it as like this weird uh, romantic comedy series, and it wasn't. <laughs> it was really smart. It was really funny. It was really engaging and. Like if you're into like mental health and sex positive talk and, and like the, the, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not into any of that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I know a good portion of our community that is. Um, <laughs> no, I'm um, into that. I'm into it's that. super good to, to check out. Cause it, it gets into everything from, from, uh, from suicide and overdose and, uh, uh, 
bisexual relationships, gay relationships, and it's oh, it's so much to talk about, and it's hard to pick one song to represent any of it. And I almost had a song from a side character singing about his wife using a vibrator after sex, which was one of the best ballads I've ever heard. But <laughs> what's no, what's the name it. of that song? That's called "The Buzzing from the Bathroom." Okay. That should also be the title of this episode. <laughs> I have to add that one to to the list. All right, Danny. Uh, I had a little chuckle when I saw this one, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when I met my wife, one of our first dates, she was like, "I want to show you my favorite movie." Her favorite movie was Xanadu, <laughs> and the movie itself is okay. It's about uh, not an angel, but uh, a muse coming down and helping someone open up a disco. Hmm. And there's a lot of roller skating. And the soundtrack is done by Jeff Lynn from ELO. And Olivia Newton-John is the main character. So we got some singing and beautiful music nonstop. I think the soundtrack's phenomenal. So I chose the song Suddenly... And we're going to go from point 42. Is that the song that you guys danced to at Katie's wedding? Yes. <laughs> I remember Tab being like, what is this? It's The soundtrack's amazing. It's very of its time. Oh, yes. That's probably the best part of it. I mean, I I've, could have chose some rockers from that, but I, that's the song that like. No, you got to go I with think of with that one. I um, I don't think this will shock anyone. I haven't seen Xanadu. What? Me either. <sighs> you guys should at least watch it once. At least for I'll watch music. it. I'll watch it for you. <laughs> All right. Well, my the, my next pick is very much like that last song. Honestly, actually, it's kind of funny how this worked out. Uh, I, this is Kickapoo <laughs> by Tenacious D. <laughs> yes, very like. Devil's work. It's magical and rad. I'll never rock as long as I am stuck here with my dad. I hear you brave young jables, you are hungry for the rock. But to learn the ancient methods, secret doors you must unlock. Escape your father's clutches in this oppressive neighborhood. On a journey you must ah. go to find the land. Can't, I mean, does it really get any better than a musical number with Meatloaf, Dio, and Jack Black? I mean, no. I, Do you remember my opinion on Tenacious D from when we lived together? Was it a was it a bad one? It's I've never liked Tenacious D. I remember you guys. It's because people tried to cram it down my throat, and I love Jack Black. I think he's hilarious, and Kyle is funny too. I just. Everyone I knew was like, oh, you're going to love Tenacious D. Listen to this song. It's the greatest song on the earth. Oh, 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 oh. You Open your mouth. Shove it down more. And like, I got real sick of it. And then 
I mean, I saw him with you guys at Riot Fest, and it was wonderful live. And I, I don't know. It's just, I don't go back to Tenacious D and listen to it often like most people do. But you're an uncultured swine. (laughs) (laughs) It's simple. Also a fair assessment. (laughs) I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it didn't stick with me like everyone else. Honestly, Pick a Destiny is not like an awesome movie, but Kickapoo is killer. Kickapoo (laughs) is the right way to open that movie. Yeah. Sets the tone early. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next up, Ryan. Uh, I gotta check my list. I forgot what I put on here. Oh, Man or Muppet from the Muppets, the most recent or uh, second most recent film. Am I a man or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a Muppet, then I'm a very manly Muppet. Am I a Muppet? Am I a man? If I'm a man, that makes me a Muppet of a man. A Muppet of a man. Oh, Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. You know what makes me mad about the Muppets and the Muppets Most Wanted? The two most recent movies. The only thing that makes me mad, because I think they're both great movies, is that on the first movie, Brett McKenzie from The Flight of the Concourse did the music. Then on the second movie, he didn't, where Jermaine Clement was actually in it. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm also really mad at myself that I just realized I didn't put a Flight of the Concord song on my list. I'm also now that you say that I'm also very mad that I and I and what I had that thinking? thought. I, I had so that thought and didn't. Uh, I would like to replace my last three with just Flight of the Concord. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself. Oh man, which I think I just wasn't you, thinking TV. Well, Ryan was. Ryan's like, well, Ryan picked the Ryan picked the the topic. I, I know that I, wasn't like a thing. I you went can't into this do. theme with a with a goal in mind, and that was to to get at least two people to watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend and Galvin. <laughs> but <laughs> very interested in Crazy Ex Girlfriend. So yeah, that's the only thing that makes me sad is that they're not like I I I love Fire of the Concords, and I think both of them are genius. And it was sad that they didn't work together on a movie Muppet movie. Oh yeah, yeah. A great choice. That was also my choice until I kicked it off. But I'm, I'm sorry, I made you do that. With, Can you picture this? <laughs> yeah, or I that. think it worked out in the end. <laughs> All right, Danny, you're up. So one of the first musicals I saw as a kid because my mom showed me was Singing in the Rain, singing featuring John or John Kelly, Gene Kelly. Wow, blah blah blah. blah. Words and I love that song singing in the rain. And I love the like whole image of it, of him just like dancing around on the sound stage with his umbrella. So we're going to go from a minute and 12 seconds to really get into it. I'm singing in the rain. Just singing in the rain. What a glorious feel. And I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. And the sun's in my heart, and I'm ready for love. Let us. I'm bored. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Song. Okay. Being, di- being disrespectful. I'm just messing with you. I actually, I was looking uh, when I was like, 
trying to find like one last song and I actually didn't pick any songs from the list. This was on more than one list of like best musical numbers, uh, like as like number one or number two. So. This is definitely one of those that like the song's beautiful, but if you watch it visually, especially just like as a period piece time, like just it's so cool. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the the musical. The, like I've seen this song, that part. Of it. I've I've only seen the animatronics on the uh, Hollywood Studios ride before they tore it down. Whoa! I didn't even know they had a ride for singing in the rain. Well, it was it was the um, what was it? It was the great movie ride, and like uh, first part of it, as you're going through like the early days of Hollywood, you go by Gene Kelly on the lamppost with the umbrella, and it's it's pretty neat, neat little moment. I feel like I saw way back in the early YouTube days when uh, Rihanna's umbrella came out, someone put this music to that music video and it almost set <laughs> up the way they were dancing. Nice. That's funny. All right, Joshua. Well, my next one, uh, I had to put this on here because what can't he do? Uh, this is You're Welcome from Moana, performed by our Lord and Savior, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled? When he uh, when he's president in like 20 years, his, he's going to like pass some law and then he's going to play this song. <laughs> Be like, yeah, look what I did for you. You know what's really Have exciting? Have you guys seen... What? The uh, the Young Rock series on NBC no. or Peacock? No. I know oh. that that's the premise is that like he's running for president. He's running for president. Yeah. I, so, I was going to watch it and then I heard several people say uh, that it's bad. and It's not bad. It's not. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> so I love that Disney is back to making these really fantastic musicals these days. Like yes. Encanto was amazing. Moana was amazing. Honestly, the one that got me back was Tangled. Like the music yes. of Tangled, I was like, okay. So we're back into, I mean, the animation's different, but the music's back to what being like something yes. that you can listen to at home and get excited about. My Disney hot take is that Tangled is a better movie than Frozen. Oh, I agree with that. But Frozen was made for a certain generation on purpose. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. It brought a lot of people back. <laughs> I never watched Frozen because, um, you know, at that, but I, Frozen came out when I was no longer like running to see uh, Disney movies in the theater right away. And um, I had heard Let It Go so many times everywhere that I like, I just hated the song because <laughs> it was just, you couldn't escape it. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even want to see this movie anymore. Like, I, <laughs> And now I feel like I'm just I've taken a stance like I'm not I'm just not going to see it. That's that, a totally acceptable stance to take. There was that weird period in Disney, 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 where like Princess and the Frog was like their last amazing musical cartoon, mm -hmm. I feel like. And then they took a very long break and then tangled. Or it wasn't a long was. break. It was just a long period of hot, hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I even know if they put out a lot of musicals between I'm, then. I'm. Can you give me some examples of like Disney movies that came out in that span that like weren't? Uh, I want to say Chicken Little. 
I want to say really? Home on the Range. I don't know. Those I don't know if Disney? they came out. Those were Disney. Wow. Were yeah. they musicals? I don't think I didn't no. see either of them. Chicken Little was not a musical. Home on the Range was not. I don't think it was a musical. I don't remember it much. It's very forgettable. About Roseanne and a bunch of cows. That's all I remember. <laughs> you know what's a Disney musical that doesn't get enough love? I'm going to say it right now. Hercules. Mm. Hercu- mm-hmm. Zero to Hero, baby. Zero to Hero. That's one, of my, one of my favorites. Yeah, Zero to Hero. Uh, Hercules is great. All right. Who's next? I lost track. Uh, Who just went? Ryan is next. Ryan. I'm next. Uh, this is uh, from Central Park. It's a it's an Apple Apple Plus uh, original. Uh, it's called Nuts, Nuts, Nuts. Since I was a kid, my heroes have been not the kind most would prefer. They carry swords, they're ten inches high, they're completely covered in fur. These epic tales of heroic quests, of these girls who live in the park. The greatest stories who have ever been told. Tomorrow's a day, he's still my heart. Cole's giddy because tomorrow there's a big scavenger hunt in the park based on what's the, what's the vibe of this cartoon? It is. Uh, it's by the same team who makes Bob's Burgers. Okay, it looks like it. That's why I was, can, and, I was uh, curious. And then it's got Titus a bunch Burgess? of. Yes, it is. Ah. It's got a bunch of like Broadway uh, power behind it. David Diggs is in it. Uh, Stanley Tucci is in it. Um, Ooh, the Tooch. Uh, the Tooch. <laughs> Uh, please, please tell me people actually call him that. No, I just uh, not that I know. I'm him. going to now. <laughs> oh shit! The Tooch is in this movie. It's gonna be good. It's a huge. It's a huge cast. They just released their third season. Uh, like it's so good, and I just like I will sit here and binge like four, five, six episodes and just forget what I'm doing the rest of the day. So it's a musical TV show. Yes. Okay. About, I need to take... about the head of security of Central Park trying to save Central Park from a uh, a millionaire hotel heiress who's like three feet tall. Oh. That's that's voiced by Stanley Tucci. <sighs> so this is an embarrassing thing to admit, but I was a gleek for the first two seasons. I liked Glee when that's it okay. came out. And then I hated Glee. We, and then I stopped watching TV musicals besides Gallivant because I was just like, someone suggested it. Like someone was like, oh, you should check out Zoe's Infinite Playlist. I'm like, I just can't do musical TV shows, but maybe I need to give a few of these a try. Zoe almost made my list, but I like I took a hard line against jukebox musicals for this. Just for okay. whatever reason. It's a hard line to, or good line to not cross. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta set boundaries. All right, my hey, turn. Hey, D- Danny, I I just wanna I wanna point something out because I, I I looked up a list of all the Disney movies, right? And I just, uh, you know, the you said there was a gap between Princess and the Frog and Tangled. Um, what I miss? <laughs> no. Was there no gap? Princess and the Frog came out in 09 and, and Tangled came out in 2010. <laughs> oh, okay. It just felt like a longer It was a whole year. 
No, so I'm looking I'm looking at like the movies that came out around that time though, and there's not like a lot of stuff with music really. So you know what it probably is is I watched Tangled way, way late in life. Like I, I watched it when it was on DVD. I randomly I was like, all right, and then I liked it. So maybe I thought it came out later than it did. There was yeah. a gap for you, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, so my next song, which I do love this song, but now I wish I would have chosen a Fly of the Concord song, <laughs> is from Sister Act. It's the finale. I will follow him. And we have to do a timestamp because the first minute and a half is just like beautiful, slow church choir singing. But let's do 1.35 to get into the actual. Like everyone knows this if they've seen the movie. <laughs> is uh the first sister act the one with lauren hill or the second one well, I, I think that's the second one yeah i think so because okay. Whoopi's the main star in that one besides oh i feel so bad i can't think of her name she played one of the sanderson sisters yeah and she's like in everything like she's a famous actress but i can never think of her name I'll look it up when one of you guys are talking later. We'll give her her due. All right. My next one um, is an interesting pick, I think. Uh, Ryan won't understand, but uh, people that listen to the show know that I uh, was a big Spice Girls fan when I was uh, a young man, and I, I still am. So, uh, But Melanie C., Sporty Spice, was by far my favorite. And part during her solo career in 2011, I think she put out an album called Stages, and it's all songs from musicals. But Thanks. the song I picked is I Don't Know How to Love Him from Jesus Christ Superstar. And she actually performed this. They did a they did like an arena tour of of uh, this musical in England. Um, so that's why I picked the specific one because she actually did it. And I realized that I explained it, and I'm supposed to do that after. <laughs> Oops, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I that was the rule I made, so I guess it's whatever, right? And of course, I was talking, so I didn't get the timestamp ready. Very cool. Don't know how to love him What to do, how to move him I've been changed, yes, really changed In these past few days That's enough, I already talked about it <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there it is Ryan, you are next. So my last uh, one, my final pick here, uh, you know, I, right in the last minute, I was kind of fumbling with what to pick. So I just kind of threw this in just for the laugh. So uh, du jour from Josie and the Pussycats with Backdoor Lover. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
What is what is that? What what is that group or so too sure? Pussycats. Let me break down. I had a crush on all three of the main characters when I was younger. It was Tara <laughs> Reid, Rosie O'Dawson, and Rachel Lee Cook. Mm-hmm. And the movie was ridiculous. It was great though. Like it's really bad. It's got Alan Cummings in it. This band is the uh, the, the the most popular band. band in the world prior to Josie and the Pussycats taking yeah. their their, their, oh, so their place. A, okay. So this is Donald Faison, Seth Green, Brecken Meyer, and uh, Alexander Martin. Oh, I love that so much. I'm. This is a movie that I haven't seen and I need to see. It. It's not amazing. I tried to rewatch it's, it a couple years ago. It's it's fun, but the soundtrack is a lot better than the movie, which is I think seems to be the case with a lot of the things we're bringing up here. Yeah. Well, this is a mu- music podcast, not a movie podcast. So that, <laughs> I, that yeah, right in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my final song. <laughs> I have a story behind it to really go into why I chose it, but it's Zydrate Anatomy. But but from Repo the Genetic Opera. You got a timestamp? No, just start Chief? at the beginning. Okay. It kicks in. Drug market. Sub market. Sometimes I wonder why I ever got in love market. So if you've seen the movie, you know That's the cool. influential how influential the song is. But you know in the movies like the Matrix when they go to clubs and the lights are crazy and it's like it seems fake how everyone's dancing almost all in sync and mm-hmm. crazy. Like so I went to Necto back in the day in Ann Arbor on Goth Nights. And I've heard this song. I like the movie. It's a silly musical with Paris Hilton about, you know, reanimating people and stuff like that. Not reanimating, but using like... Anyways, so this song came on. It was kind of a club mix, but still basically the same thing. And that room looked like it was fake from a movie. Like, I was like, do these people all get together and practice how they're going to dance together? Because everyone was like <laughs> doing the same thing. And I was like, I... Is this being filmed? So it was like one of those epic moments. I was like, okay, this song just like went to a new level because I feel like I'm in a movie right now. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, You know, when the music takes you, I think sometimes uh, maybe they just did people that lost control of their bodies, you know? (laughs) This is one of those movies that uh, it's, it's like Tenacious D for you. But for me, um, I don't think it's, it's an amazing movie. But it was crammed down my throat by people who do think it's an amazing movie, an amazing soundtrack, and I just I cannot get I can't get ten minutes into it without wanting to just shut it off. You know the song though. I know the song. So the part where they go the little glass vial, the little glass vial. Yeah. Like the music cut, and I feel like everyone in that room had, like, perfect voices or something, because everyone screamed that, and I'm like, oh my god! What is this? Where am I? You felt left out. Yeah, it was not... I did not practice with this group. I didn't know mm. what I was getting into. You I didn't get like the memo. Me. 
You missed the meeting. I did. <laughs> oh, I've only been to Necto one time, Danny. You remember that? I do remember that. That was a bad what night for you. A, what, a wild, what a wild night. Anyway. Uh, all right. So I purposely put this one at the end. Uh, my last one is Look on the Bright Side of Life from Monty Python's Life of Brian. Oh, nice. Mm. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. I just, I love that he's singing this, telling the guy like, hey man, look on the bright side of life while they're all being crucified. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so terrible and so funny. So, Two yeah. musicals I'm glad none of us chose anything from and I'm proud of us is hamilton and high school musical so good job team <laughs> i thought about putting the the one uh i put, thought about putting memory from cats <laughs> <laughs> just to be stupid but i uh I didn't. somehow somehow managed to not add uh sweeney todd in here i almost did too but i didn't same so i i loved sweeney todd when it came out but it's one of those things that i I feel like today I would not want to admit to anyone that I enjoyed that movie and liked the songs from it. <laughs> today specifically? No, and, and, and I'm not saying that as a commentary on what's going on in Johnny Depp's personal life right now, uh, but just in like the, the emo cringe of uh, being into that at that time. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. If they put... The highlights of this trial on a DVD, I would love to watch it. Like just the <laughs> different faces Amber Heard's making, and I, w you know how they did the um, the uh, the team who does American Horror Story, they did the uh, like the the series on the the OJ trial. I'd love for them to do this. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. And get Johnny to play himself. Yes. All right, so that was our musical list. 30 songs that you guys should listen to if you haven't already listened to. And a Musical. bunch of movies and uh, musicals that you need to check and TV shows that you guys need to check out if you haven't. So, All right, Ryan, you ready for your gauntlet questionnaire? Let me, uh, let, me get my, my, let me grab my notes. <laughs> this is the Ryan okay. mixtape. All right, Josh is going to ask you the questions. And then you are going to respond with your answers. Okay. All right. All right, Ryan. What is your favorite love song? Uh, Blink 182's Voyeur. Oh. That's a love song, right? I was expecting. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was, I was kind of lost for, on that one. Like, there's so many. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do something stupid. And there you it go. Works. Voyeur. <laughs> I support it. All right, what is your go-to angry song? Uh, Real Big Fish, I Hate You, Fuck You, Leave Me Alone. Nice. So funny that Real Big Fish has some great angry songs, but you just they feel do, so good so listening happy. to them. They're so happy. <laughs> yeah, they're so happy. That's their appeal. All of their songs are like not happy and are mm -hmm. angry, but they are so upbeat because it's ska. 
Like, I can't stop smiling when I'm saying, first of all, I'd like to say, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, you're just so happy, but you get it. <laughs> all right. What? Okay. What is the song that has influenced you the most? And this could be like in your life, in your career, in your vinyl collection. I don't know. However you, however you uh, interpreted it is fine. I wasn't really sure how to interpret it. I kind of just put an Atari song on there. Uh, your boyfriend one. sucks. Okay. You said boy, and I thought you were about to say boys of summer, and I was going to say get out. That's <laughs> no. my bit. That's me only knowing th- that one Atari song to make Danny mad. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, your boyfriend sucks. It's uh, it's it's quick. It's to the point, and uh, you know that's inspired me and influenced me to be quick and to the point. It <laughs> <That> works. <laughs> All right, so what is your current favorite song that's out right now? Uh, it is uh, Spanish Love Songs, Routine Pain. I was nice. just recently brought brought into the light on this band. and uh, Two minutes into, into this song, and I'm full-on in love with this band. What's your thoughts on the, uh, the LP that they dropped that's like all the songs reworked? I think that's incredibly creative. I think it's awesome that... Uh, that they took everything that they took everything that they made, and then a year later uh, redesigned it to 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 be more in in line with what how they feel that they've progressed as a band. Hold the freaking phone. So I loved Brave Faces, everyone. Their album from 2020. When I saw Brave Faces, etc., came out, I thought it was just a few extra songs. It's all reworked. Yeah, all of it. I yeah. haven't listened to this. I think oh. that you will either love it or hate it. Yeah, I don't like it's, it. But it's, it's definitely one of the other. Um, yeah. One of my, oh fa- my one God. of my favorite albums of uh, like the early two thousands or well, anyway, um, was the Bravery's Sun and the Moon. And what I liked about that was it was the same album, and it's just two very different styles between each disc. Oh, how did I not know that? And I've listened to the Bravery. Ah, learning new stuff. I got some homework to do. We all do. We're learning mm-hmm. so much today. Ryan is just enlightening our in, enlightening our lives and brains, and just so much so much homework. Uh, okay, gun to your head. I know this is a terrible thing to ask anyone who's into music, but what is your all time favorite song? Uh, Andrew WK, "Ready to Die." Really, I really, I really like the the. Uh, just that whole album, the I Get Wet album. I love the whole, just like the great album theme of it. You just it's all it's like four on the floor from beginning to end, and it's awesome. Love it. What is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, you know, I have a few, but I kind of went to you know when I pick up uh, when I pick up Rock Band. What's the first song I go to? And it's always uh, "Dead on Arrival" by Fallout Boy. It's a good choice. Yeah, solid choice. Your Grave" is my favorite pop punk album of all time. It's a great album. Might be my favorite like alternative album of all time, honestly. Okay, um, what song makes you want to get up and dance? The Gorillas, "Dare." Yes, excellent, excellent. choice. I love the gorillas. 
All right. I've been a fan since I heard Clint Eastwood, and I, I just I haven't backed down off of off of that that bandwagon at all, ever. Is I have everything on vinyl except for G sides. Is that worth it? G sides, G sides, G sides is good. Like there's some good remixes on there. Like it's not you're not missing anything by not having it. But if you if you're a completionist like I am, it's definitely worth having. I mean, I have all the main studio albums, so I feel then you're it. you're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So this one has a little spiel. This is. Uh, what is your most? What is the most unexpected song in your playlist? Now, what this what this typically would mean? Like, what is your guilty pleasure? But I like to say that on B side ourselves, we don't believe in guilty pleasures, and that you are allowed to listen to whatever you like and fuck anybody who says otherwise. Uh, it is Four Town, nobody like you from uh, uh, the uh, the new Disney Pixar movie. What one? I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. Oh my god. <laughs> um, is it is it uh seeing red? Turning red, turning red, turning, turning red. red. Yes, there's a, a made up boy band in there called Four Town, and uh, <laughs> nobody like you is just so ridiculously good. I hate I how good it is. That yet. <laughs> it's such a sweet movie. It's one yeah, of those that like everyone in my house has seen it except for me and. It's the kind of movie I would sit down with the family to see, so I just haven't. <laughs> However, I say that, but then I watched Encanto when I was alone one night. So, Encanto, yeah. So I can I can watch whatever I want. I do whatever. Yeah. yeah exactly. Look, if you want to watch cartoons about oh, I watch cartoons all the time. Canadian Asians, go for it. <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, what is your perfect concert lineup? Three to five musicians, bands, or artists, living or dead, any era? So if you ask me this in high school, I would tell you that I've been to that concert. And it was uh, it was no use for a name, the starting line, Authority Zero, and Sum 41. It was a fucking blast. It's a great show. Uh, but currently, it would be... Uh, virginity, Spanish love songs, mom jeans, and the mountain goats. Because I am into over 30 sad boy Mo Brock. <laughs> me too. I feel like mom jeans is playing near me soon. I have to go. How do you feel about the Wonder Years? I like the Wonder Years. They're not like something I, I listen to avidly, but uh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't turn them turn them off. I just feel like they're the kings of this the sad boy emo. They, they're pretty. Or the sad boy, yeah, sad boy pom pug. So, very cool. Yeah, I've uh, I'm pretty sure I saw two of those bands to at Bloodfest one year. Spanish love songs and Mom Jeans, I think, both played at the same festival. Nice. All right. Well, that uh, honestly, I have to say, I think you I don't know if you were pretending or not, but most people that do the guest mix um, have a really hard time picking one uh, and are not. Uh, it seems like you were pretty self-assured in your picks and prepared. And that's pretty cool. So that's why the Instagram profile is professional podcast guest. Uh, <laughs> All right. You're not no, disappointing. Now it's time for the weekly rewind. You got anything, Josh? Anything have, new this week you've been listening I have, to? I have two. Okay. Um, my first one is 
Galactic Empire. They did a they did a cover of the Book of Boba Fett. Are you familiar with Galactic Empire? I am. I heard that. That was very good. Uh, Danny, it's a it's a, they're like a metal band that just does the Star Wars like symphonic music, but as metal. So here we go. You get it. It's real yeah. good. Speaking uh, of Star Wars, I know you don't have. You might. You don't have a Quest Two or any VR headset, do you? I do not. So we play a game on there called Supernatural. It's like not Beat Saber, but it's like either got boxing or it's got rhythm, which is kind of like Beat Saber. But for Star Wars Day, they did a special six-song thing, and yes, I broke a crazy sweat it was one of the coolest ones i've ever done it was so i mean i was like oh i wish josh could see this <laughs> especially be- the cantina song was intense yeah i mean it's a bop you gotta you know it's uh i'm sure i, c- I could see you working up a sweat oh yeah figuring dan and the model nodes know what they're doing <laughs> So I just bought Tab a figure and Dan action figure that just dropped on uh, May 4th or I technically, I guess May 5th, but so, um, and then my other one is uh, all work and no play makes Jack a fuck boy by uh, Michigan band Seaholm, who is uh, buddies with former critics. We've played shows with them. I think we actually have a show with them uh, sometime in the near future. I don't know exactly when it is, but check that out. And I don't know who I'll be this week But that's the fun part We'll wait and see Spending all night at the arcade down the street Hmm. So, <laughs> anyway, what do you got, Danny? So I actually have full albums, so I'm not going to play any. Okay, that's fine. Um, three albums dropped this week, and I've enjoyed all three all weekend, but I've only listened to each of them like once through, so I could be wrong. But the mm. new Silverstein was awesome. Mm. The whole album. The new Simple Plan was actually way better than I expected it to be, which is shocking to me. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure what to expect with that one coming out, but I'm glad to hear it's good. No, it's like... I feel like it's kind of like they were like, oh, everyone in our fan group is old now. Let's make like older music. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. And then the new Arcade Fire is pretty good, but I do love that there's a Peter Gabriel cut on it. Like he's on one of the songs and he's one of my favorites. So, of course. Those all came out this weekend? Yeah, all three. Jesus. The Silverstein one's heavy. In some parts, and I was like, "Oh, this is, this is sick." That doesn't surprise me too much. Yeah, I think they they just they've tried a lot of new sounds, so it was really yeah. cool. How about you, Ryan? Anything new this week that came out? Uh, that came out specifically this week, no. But I did finish this movie on Netflix called uh, Metal the uh, Metal Lords or Lords of Metal. It's about these two kids in a high school band that are uh, like they're competing in the battle of the bands and their song at the end of the movie, uh, which if you want to pull it up is by, it says it's by the band skull flower. It pretty fucking awesome. Let's check it out. 
that sounds cool the the string instrument i was like that surprised me i was very that uh, i was like is this the who <laughs> so that's a, that was a big is that a, it's a big point in the movie was that the 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 friend who's like trying to put this band together no matter what doesn't want this girl in the band because she's a cellist and not a bassist it ends up working out and it's awesome it's the sh- it's a movie or a show it's a movie is it good is it worth it it was it was pretty good i like i i enjoyed it i uh, check it know. out i keep looking at it on netflix but i haven't watched it it's it's funny and there's there's some good cameos like almost towards the end there there's like a stack of cameos that just happen all at once and it's awesome <laughs> all right that's it you guys that's our episode that's a musical episode ryan thank you for being on thank you for having me ryan you plug up plug your stuff again before the end uh, here. at vinyl dad 85 on tiktok uh follow me stitch me duet me i'm always doing these uh uh playlist stitches lately i gotta get some do more, more. I'll do more. I feel I like promise. I don't know what to post. Your, <laughs> your, your content has been helping. <laughs> I'll I'll get back to it. Ever since the Dead Wax stopped doing their monthly challenge, like I was posting every day and doing sh- like now I'm like, oh god, I don't know what to post. <laughs> Am I really as creative as I thought I was? <laughs> also, I'm just busy with school and work. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. It is time to flip the record over thanks for listening to this episode of beside ourselves beside ourselves is written and recorded by danny lowens and josh schramm beside ourselves is available on soundcloud spotify and apple podcast if you like the show please be sure to rate review subscribe and tell your friends you can follow and interact with us on instagram and twitter at b underscore side pod If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics.